<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another fun episode of Shenanigans. I was just filling in my guests on my day today. Literally, my car, you guys, is packed so full. I'm living in between three cities. I'm like from San Diego to Palm Springs, moving out of LA to take stuff back to Palm Springs to go back to San Diego. It's been a crazy day, but I'm so excited to have an hour to just chill with my best friend, Jamie, co-hosting. Hi, guys. Hi, Jamie. And our awesome guest, the gorgeous Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm Hi. so excited to thanks be here. Thanks for being here. Yeah. So wait, you said you've only done one podcast before? Yeah. Really? This is new to me. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome. This is Thank our you. amazing studio. I love it. I just got the, um, and it's all happening sign for the front. I saw that. I yeah. saw it on your Instagram, I think. I was like, that's so, adorable. Well, I got one for home as oh, well. Oh, okay. When I brought the one here, I was like, wait, I think I do need it at home as well. You do. So I ordered another one. The I'm glad you matches did. home, the pink for here. I love it. This is my new home when I'm in LA because I'm about a week out of my apartment and then I guess I'll just start sleeping at the studio. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how you Marina do that. Delray, but the San Diego place is just gorgeous. It's incredible. I'm I can't sure. wait for you guys to come down and see it. Mm-hmm. It is literally on the sand. Oh, like God. Oh, it's so nice. Okay, today is not about me. It's about you. It's always about we you. Have, you I mean, about? it, it is my show. So, you know. <laughs> Literally. You know what? We gave last week to her. But last week, very we Sheena did a lot of me week. questions. <laughs> and today, I have a lot of you questions. <laughs> but you did ask me how I got my ponytail like Yes. This. I'm dying to know. So, my makeup artist taught me a little trick. So, you just, you know, you slick it as tight as you can. Uh-huh. Just a regular rubber band there. What she does sometimes that I am not talented enough to do, but she has the actual like Bungie rubber, rubber band and yeah, like the cord and we'll like wrap it that. around. I can't do that. So I just get like a black hair tie, do it as tight as possible. I think this one I wrapped like five times. Uh-huh. Then you get a smaller hair tie, like the ones that are about like this big. Okay. And then you wrap that around twice. So it's like a really tall, like princess jasmine oh, ponytail. That's a good idea. So that's how you get the height. 
So you do the one and then the other. And then where the clip is on this pony, you stick the clip into the ponytail and then you wrap it around. Okay. And then you put a couple pins in. I love that because I'm all about the hair tricks of the trade. Yeah. And it's just, it's so interesting because like, it's perfect. Thank I'm like, you. how did you do that yourself? Well, I figured when you asked if it was casual, I'm like, I'm so curious to see what Christine (laughs) casual is. I have no... I'm surprised, Christine. I'm really surprised. No, I love love it. But when we went to Elefante, (laughs) we were just talking and and we were like, yeah, it's casual. And like, you came so beautifully dressed, even though like it was casual, like... (laughs) Like, we were just saying, yeah, they were jeans, but, like, probably... With, like, the- Louboutins <laughs> yeah. and, like, well, full glam. <laughs> I was actually really excited to just, like, get out and be around actual human beings. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been out in a really right. long time, so it was so nice. But I've been doing so much press for the show, and I've been, like, you know, in, in interviews with, like, dresses and, like, tight stuff. And I'm, like, I just want to wear cool clothes. Like, I already know these girls. I love them. So, like, yeah. I'm just going to be cool. No, <laughs> I, I love like, it. it's a podcast, so I Has quarantine be- kind of changed your style at all? Like, are you not so much into wearing heels? Are you used to more being, like, in loungewear around yeah. the house? And, like, now does it feel weird to get dressed up or do you still love it? I, I still love it. Yeah. But I noticed that I moved a lot of my main clothes, like, my dressy stuff, mm-hmm. out of my closet into the other room because I'm like I'm tired of seeing these dresses they're taking up space so my wardrobe has like changed in my house because it's like more casual stuff now but I love it I've always loved casual stuff you just don't see me in it very often right no I I have to say you have literally the best style on that show by far (laughs) but on pretty much like any show I watch like I mean her style is better than all of the housewives no I love it and I was taking notes I'm like wait I want to know where she got this and this and this and was this Chanel what was this like I loved everything that you who wore. does your hair and makeup like <laughs> yeah. you girls on that show like you and Heather has a lot of cute braids a lot of the time but yeah. like so many of you always have cute braids but you have like the coolest hairstyles <laughs> yes. ever thank you like that was the one thing like I, I knew obviously we we're filming a show and so I was like listen I'm gonna be seen in like a hundred plus countries so like I really really want to bring it and I have fun like that every day anyway it's yeah. who I am I'm I wish like, I cared that much <laughs> No, I'm glad your show isn't like that. I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm not going to come to this party. Or I oh, can't keep up. Sorry. Right? That's when I don't hate wearing the sir dress. When I don't right? have to think about a really cute outfit. It's like high school all over again. But yeah, I uniform. watch you for your person. Like, I would never even look what, like, I'm watching it because of you. You're freaking hilarious. Yeah. Oh, you know? Like, Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but seriously, like, you have so many amazing looks and like once you wear it once I doubt you really repeat yeah. them right? yeah that's the thing yeah I was doing a lot of returns and Revolve like was a big fan of mine nice <laughs> oh, that's, I'm like oh good, good to see you again I'm like oh god so then <laughs> yeah, I had like other people like, run into you dresses and then you just bring it back um, I was just buying a lot of stuff okay. online uh, mainly for season two like re- some Revolve pieces and mm-hmm. then um, obviously like a lot of my stuff was designer and some people were lending me stuff which was great because nice. I was like I don't want to buy this like and wear yeah. At once because you're right. I'm only right. gonna wear it once, so it was. So, a do you project. have a stylist or did you choose everything yourself? No, I'm always so flattered when people ask this question. I didn't. Well, I mean, in comparison this. to some other girls on the show who need stylists. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I didn't know if you I had one or not. Said it. I didn't say it, but you said it in the I first season. But <laughs> we're reiterating it now. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I didn't even know that was a thing. So I'm, I'm flattered. It's, it's all me. I kind of just like put it together. I'm like, okay, where are we shooting? Wow. Like, like you probably know. Like when we're doing group scenes, I know those aren't going to be cut out like so mm-hmm. in group scenes I really like try to like bring it with the wardrobe and the hair and mm-hmm. the glam um 
I just have fun with it. Do you do your own makeup? I do my own makeup. I don't All the do time? My own. All the time. Really? Except for interviews. Okay. But I, your makeup looks the same in interviews as in scene. So, yeah. Oh, you're just really good at your makeup. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing makeup. I do too, but I also like love getting mine done because like I get so lazy when it comes to after all the like contouring and stuff. It's like, it's just, ugh. But don't you find like I know in the morning, like I'm not a morning person and I'm always running late and like an extra like two hours like to sit and glam for me sometimes hard. Is that hard for you? I only do it for interviews or like really big red carpets, but I enjoy because where I was living in L.A., is in Marina Del Rey and where we do our interviews is in Burbank. Yeah. And my makeup artist is in Sherman Oaks. So it was a perfect halfway point for oh, me. okay. So it's like I would drive 35, 40 minutes to Glam, get a chill, and then just have like a 30-minute drive to the studio. Okay, that So makes that sense. was nice. Yeah. But now that, oh my gosh, I don't live here anymore. That's so sad. That's so crazy to be. I but know. you're really like doing it all. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to be here weekly yeah. for my podcast. You're not far. No, it's not that far. I have so many friends who live here. Like literally tonight I was like, wait, Jamie and I were going to get a hotel because I'm doing um, Heather from your show, uh-huh. her and Jessica Hall's podcast tomorrow. So I'm like, well, I'll just stay at my apartment. And then I remembered I moved out of my apartment. <laughs> I have no Wi-Fi. I don't even have a futon mattress. And I'm like, do I just rough it? And wait, what are I, you guys saying? So I don't know. I, I'm probably going back because yeah. I have no reason to stay. So again. I called a bunch of hotels, and a lot of them in LA aren't open yet. And other ones just, it was like going to be a hassle. And I was like, wait. I have a hundred friends. Well, I was LA, saying you so. can stay with me. Oh, like, well, thank you. I have extra bedrooms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stay with my friend Kristen. I haven't seen okay. her, and I'm getting her on huddles. Oh, good. So I figured by doing one, I, this is how I got one of the other girls from my show, Charlie, on huddle. And for those of you who don't know, that is like a FaceTime one-on-one or a group Zoom call where you just kind of get that personal one-on-one time with us, or you can do the group ones, which are. A lot more affordable, but then you have other people taking up your time. Yeah. But my friend Charlie, who's also on my show, who, oh, you met her at yeah, dinner. Of course, she came yeah. with us. That um, night, right before dinner, I was finishing up a huddle as she got there and she was like, wait, I love this. I want to do I it. Know. And with Kristen, I was like, look, I was like, you should do this. You'd be really good at it. And I'm like, how about I set up my weekly one at your house so you can get to know some of the regular people who do book them and then do one. So, and I haven't seen her in like a month. So I figured that was a perfect opportunity to do that and yeah I I love that by the way that's like game changer to me because everyone's always like how can I chat with you how can I chat with you and like I saw you doing it I was like that's genius so Mm -hmm. thanks for sending me up yes of course I love doing it and it's like there's so many people it's so fun that you meet and we did one where it was just centered around anxiety and like everyone in the group with the exception of one person who was just kind of there for support had dealt with it in a different way but no one in the group ever wanted to open up about it because they felt like ashamed because other people in their life didn't understand and the second in our group chat we've like transferred this into like an Instagram group chat the second I opened up about it they were like wait me too me too me too me too and it was almost everyone in the group chat finally felt comfortable talking about their anxiety because I opened up about mine so I was like why don't we do the huddle next week and we just focus it on that and talked about the medication I'm on and different things that I do to cope with 
it because I'm actually now, as of this week, fully off my Wellbutrin. So I'm not on medication for it anymore, which made me a little nervous because when I found out I was pregnant, my doctor was like, let's try and wean you off it if you think you're okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm in a much better place. Like I'm in a really happy relationship. I don't think I need it anymore. And then boom, pregnancy unexpectedly ends. And then I'm like, now I'm not on the medication that I need for depression and anxiety, but I don't want to go back when I've taken so many steps forward into weaning off it. So the last week was pretty rough for me. I was like really just, we were here in the studio and I didn't even really say anything to my friends. I was just like, this week, can you just like interview me? Can you do the work for me? Because like I just, my brain was so dead and I was like, I I can't even think of a show to do. Like I wasn't excited to move to San Diego. There were like all these things I should be like, looking forward to and I was just like so down but the second we got moved in I was like yeah this is what's up so feeling better but it's still I mean it's still there and leaving LA as much as I know I'll come back when work picks back up it's just like it's a huge change which is exciting but then it's like I see all my friends doing stuff and not as much right now but last time I moved out of LA and lived in Vegas and I would see people doing things and I was always missing out I'm like FOMO So speaking of anxiety, I have a question for you, Christine. Yeah. I know with Sheena, you know, the show gave you a lot of anxiety and like that's kind of when you started looking into Mm -hmm. taking some some meds for it or whatever. So I'm just wondering for you, now that you're on a reality show, has anything changed in that regard? Are are you getting anxious? (laughs) (laughs) This is absolutely, this is a great question. And I'm so happy that, you know, people are finally shedding light on this. So a friend of mine, um, you know, Hannah from Below Deck, do you know who she is? Yeah, she's a friend of mine too. So she Mm -hmm. posted something yesterday that was really nice Uh and she talked about her anxiety and depression. And I, you know, I told her, I said, thank you so much for opening up about this. Um, And another person, Stephanie from The Real Housewives of Dallas has opened up about it. And it was something that was like never talked about until Uh recently. And it made me so happy. But, you know, even before the television show, I always had anxiety and depression. It's something that I always suffered with. And And if anything, the show definitely amplified it. So Mm -hmm. when we started filming, yes, of course, like I had, I had to get on Lexapro. I was like, you know, and I had taken it before for like certain stages of my life, but it's something that I take on a daily basis. And Mm -hmm. I just feel like so evened out and so much better, but um, I'm just happy that like people are talking about it and like people are being like, yeah, it's okay to like not feel okay all the time. And that's normal. And I don't think people should be shamed for it. And I feel like there was always like this like negative connotation around it. Like, are you a crazy person? Are you a crazy person? Mm -hmm. It's like, no, it's okay. And like, I'm open about it. And like, Sheena, that's why I love you. Like you're open about it. That's why you're here. That's why you have so many fans. That's why like people love you because you're an open book and you're honest. And that's a great question, Jamie, because yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, And the show has definitely intensified it. But you know, I found what works for me and I I love it good good so you are an open book I I am and I think that's what makes you so amazing I mean I could be the Christine show and I'd be happy (laughs) to watch seriously I fast forward like why are these other people on her show (laughs) there's too many sorry but like we binged it last night in preparation yeah um, for you coming on and I found myself fast forwarding like up until (laughs) your there there are certain parts like because I mean but for you actually because you're in real estate Mm -hmm. so you would probably appreciate those parts of it but like I I appreciate the Christine I don't but there's certain I don't want to say names because I don't want to be mean but there are two 
or three girls when they're doing the showings that I'm like, fast forward, fast forward, mm-hmm. fast forward. That's fast what I did. And I know you're, right. who you're talking Unless, about like, too. Yeah. You or like Heather, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like are there at the showing. Totally. And then I'm like, oh, I want to see what they're talking about. Yeah. But when it's just the showing, I'm like, Ugh, I'm bored. I know, yeah. same. I feel yeah. the same way. Even but when I watch also, it. but what I do find so interesting about the showings, and I was asking Jamie, I'm like, so this is something I wanted to ask you because it's obviously on the show, so I don't think it's a personal question. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! You gotta snag Hefty's Ultra Strong Trash Bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! It has Arm & Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty Ultra Strong Trash Bags. Hefty Strong, all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty! How does it work with the commission? Because you see it's an $8 million house mm-hmm. and then you see the, you know, six-figure commission, but then it's like, you're not getting that personally. Yeah. It's split, it's split. So I tried yeah. to explain like the split to her, but why don't you explain the split yeah. to the listeners? Yes. That's, that's a great question. So it's obviously different from brokerage to brokerage. Mm-hmm. I work for a very small boutique firm, so we're different. Um, my... My split is not as great as some other agents who are at different agencies because uh, Jason spends a lot of time on marketing right. and like that's what mm-hmm. he prides himself on. He's like, yes, you don't get a huge commission because I provide all this amazing marketing. Right. And it's true. Mm-hmm. Like he has billboards on Sunset. I totally get that. So basically how it works is, you know, commission splits can be anywhere from like 60 to 65 to 75 to 80. I've seen up to 90%. It just depends. Um, And then for us also off the top, he takes an additional 10% for brokerage fees Mm. and marketing. So um, it's, it's different for everyone. And I think some girls have different splits. Mary. (laughs) (laughs) But just, just so people understand, like when they show that commission that the agent isn't getting a hundred percent. So correct. that, That is split two ways between, you know, the, the sellers, broker and then whoever the buyer's agent is. So that's split 50-50. And then that's further split with whatever brokerage you're with, like with you, for example, Oppenheim. You then split that with them depending on what your split is with them, whether it's 50-50, 40-60, whatever that may be. So when people see that big number, it's like that one person isn't just getting all of it. Yeah, I was like, dang. I'm like, no wonder why she has like such awesome style. You're making that one sale, which I know is obviously a lot of work, but I didn't understand how that worked. Like my mom and sister love watching Million Dollar Listing and I'll watch it here and there but yours is the first like real estate show I've watched religiously like haven't missed an episode love that and uh, by like the second season I was like wait okay so how does this work because when that (laughs) 75 million dollar house and then the 44 million I was like hold up this is a seven figure commission who's getting it I was so curious how that all worked well Jason when he did sell a 40 million dollar house he got a lot of that Mm -hmm. you know because it's his brokerage yeah Yeah. Yeah. so he probably got 50 percent of that oh yeah. yeah easy I will say I was a little disappointed that we haven't found out, unless it's going to be in season four, what happened to the $75 million house? Oh, um, that's so funny. Did it well, sell? It's, it, she Did still has price? Oh, God. She still has the listing. And he's trying, she's trying with him. But, um, you know, it's just, it's hard. Like, especially right now, people aren't spending money. They're not buying homes like yeah. that. And people can't travel internationally to even come and visit. So um, it's a hard time right now for that house. But she's still trying. It'll sell eventually. But right wow. now. Like, we don't really, like, it's a weird time with Miss Rona. Did we ever find out how much he bought the lot for? Oh, my God. That was so frustrating. I I was like, just say it. I'm like, 
It must have been such a low number. That's why he knows it's so overpriced. <laughs> yes. And it was like, and then when Christian asked, and it yeah. was like, just answer the question. I know. It I was, was so frustrated. It was driving me crazy. Like, <laughs> so I did my research, and I can see, like, what he bought the lots for. And I want to say the combined lots were, don't quote me, but somewhere around, like, maybe $13 million for both of them, mm-hmm. and he converted them. Maybe it wasn't even that much, honestly. I can't remember. But I was just trying to wrap my head around, like, the figures. I'm like, listen, I understand you have this great property. But if I'm going to be justifying it to clients, like I need to know what I'm saying. Like I I see the numbers on paper, like what you bought it for. So explain it to me. Like what's the ROI on this? Because I don't want to take a listing if I can't pitch it to people. I need to be able to pitch something other than grade A, grade A. Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well, I was frustrated for you. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) Then at the end, I was like, oh, we saw your wedding. I was like, what happened to the house? <laughs> Your wedding. Oh my God. Oh wedding. my God. So I was watching the last two episodes today with my mom and she's never seen it. And I know now she's going to want to go back to the beginning and oh, watch it. I love that. But we were just like so stunned at how gorgeous your wedding was. Where was that at? Thank you. That was at a, um, a cathedral downtown. Okay. Yeah. So was that was... Bibiana? Yeah. Yeah. I recognize yeah, it. It's, it, it used to be, yeah, it used to be a church, right? And yeah. And converted it to a wedding venue. Exactly. Yeah. You did an amazing, well, your planner. Thank you. Someone. <laughs> I'm, sure you, I'm sure you had input. All of the things you wanted executed, like yeah. the cake and the snow. And yeah. Yeah. I took, I took a lot of like time into planning that and I came up with like every single idea down to the detail and there were so many things that we didn't even have time to show on camera so many other elements but um it was an event it was like a theater performance it wasn't just like it was it was like insane so um I'm happy that you liked it yeah I'm sad we weren't friends last year I know (laughs) it was so much fun I would have invited you guys seriously where did you get the idea for the black dress Um, I feel like I've always had like this gothic Barbie dominatrix style. So I wanted to do something different. My sister actually got married in a black and peach kind of pastel dress. And it was like stunning. And we've always just been really different creatures. And so I was like, I want to do all black and I want everyone to wear white. And that was kind of where the theme came from. So it was really fun. I worked with um, Galia Lahav, who dress like Beyonce and like freaking everyone and she's never done a black dress before so she was so excited that's so cool way to be a trendsetter I know and then I was like what's the longest veil that you've ever done and she told me I was like great let's double that (laughs) yeah I wanted to like set records so it was fun I love too how I mean Netflix is obviously where it's at because I love how y'all's show is actually shot like being mm-hmm. on reality TV, I appreciate things that other people wouldn't like. Oh, the way like your what? walk-ups, the music, the we definitely have like a cinematic walk-up. Exactly, for sure. it's just awesome. Yeah, I don't oh, even know what you. the word is to describe it, but with your style and everything, and then when you were walking in between like the big white like with your veil and oh, the back, yeah, that yeah. shot, I was just like, oh, the snow it looks coming so down. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, they really, do a great really job. Cool. Mm-hmm. They really. I do. just wish we got to see more of it. I was 15 minutes into the last episode. I'm like, we're not at the wedding yet. Yeah. It's the finale. You know, I'm really disappointed. And I've, I've been doing press for days and days and days. And that's the first comment that they say before I even do. They say, you know, I'm really disappointed um, at the lack of like 
time that we had at your wedding. It was the most fabulous scene Mm -hmm. like any reality television has ever seen. And they didn't take advantage of that. And I I feel the same way. I feel extremely disappointed. And yeah, I was I was surprised to say the least. And I I mean, you'll see my actual wedding footage. I was going to say, I'm sure you had your own videographer. That's that's coming out this week. You have to. Yeah. I mean, I know firsthand how it is to have an on TV wedding. (laughs) And I was just so frustrated for you because it's like they're talking about like your vows and the ring and then it goes to Chris and they're saying this and then Chris and I'm like oh I'm like this is why I will never get married on TV again because it's not that's why you have to have your own videographer there I don't think Jackson Brittany had their own videographer and they had a photographer but Mm -hmm. I'm like you don't want your own video. Right. You just want to trust. They the spent show? a lot of time on their wedding too. I yeah. feel like it was like a huge I mean, it was like lead a whole up. season. Well, I, that's how that's how this season should have been. Yeah, you know what I mean. It like, should have. I was kind of disappointed. Yeah, but that's the thing too. Is like your show's only like a half hour, whereas I felt like the first two seasons it was a little longer. I felt and then so this too. season every episode was under like thirty four minutes. You're and right. Like, this show needs to be an hour long. It's yeah, too short. And we Lord knows they have the footage. I mean, we shot yeah. for six months straight, nonstop. So I know they have the footage. I mean, like, oh, I know they were short. I definitely. Yeah. And they had, they had been telling us, like, your wedding is going to be, like, an extended finale. And, like, all the episodes are 36 minutes and my wedding's mm-hmm. 38. I'm like, extended? <laughs> like, what kind yeah. of extended is that? And it's Netflix. It's not like it's like live television where you have to have commercial breaks. I mean, they yeah. can make an episode an hour and a half if they want. Well, to. it's not Netflix. It's the production company. Oh. So they basically send it to Netflix. So Netflix is just like the. Um, but I mean, the production company doesn't right. have to worry about commercial breaks. Like oh, our right. show yeah. has to be, you know, 42 or 44, whatever minutes long each episode because we're on live television and have commercial breaks. Right. Whereas Netflix, you can watch it whenever for, for however sure. long. So. I we know. need, we need show, longer like, episodes, season four. Production. I know. Who's yes. your production company? Who do, who do we talk to? Adam DeVello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, so I did. Was I, everything his idea? Did he put this idea together? Did he approach the brokerage? Yeah. How did all of it work? And how did you get involved? Yeah, so basically, um, it's a really interesting thing. Um, Adam was driving down Sunset, and every year we do, like, tons of marketing. So every year we have a billboard on Sunset. And so it's, like, such a reality show in and out of itself before it was. It was, like— you know, these two guys and then these huge, tall, like, Amazon women. You're like, what is this? So he was driving down Sunset, and that's how he found us. And he Mm. kind of approached us to do it. And Jason at first was, like, really hesitant. He's like, I don't know. And I'm like, yes, we have to do this. Like, yes. Are you guys crazy? Let's get on this. So finally, we we shot a pilot, and it sat, and it sat, and it sat, and every network passed on it. And then um, Netflix. That's so crazy. It's so good. I know. And then a year later, Netflix was like, yes. And we're like, oh my God, Netflix. So um, it worked out good because I, I don't think it would have been good on like any other network like Lifetime. Or no, it's so like good. Yeah. yeah, and it was like the perfect storm too because I feel like people really maybe like jumped on board with season two because it's that kind of like when COVID started and everyone was in their homes and everyone yeah. was binging Netflix. And I it's know. like, it was, it was easily discoverable. Whereas something that maybe is on network TV, maybe everyone isn't, doesn't have cable or whatever, but I feel like everyone has Netflix. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even have cable. I don't have real TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I watch all the, like the Bravo apps. I have like the apps. That's how I watch TV. Mm-hmm. So I should probably just get rid of cable. I don't have it. So expensive. I don't it is. I know. Yeah. It's useless. Are you like actually friends with some of these girls or are like who who are your friends? My my friends are um my friends are Heather, Davina, Maya, and um 
Mary and I don't really talk. However, I did wish her a happy birthday. Chriselle and I definitely don't talk. Um, Amanda and I are good friends, even though in the show, like, (laughs) it looks like we hate each other, but we don't. We're actually Uh good friends. I talk to her every day. Um, But I would say the only girls that are, like, estranged or like Chriselle mm-hmm. and Mary are kind of in their own little world but did anything more happen between you guys since filming because like it looked like you and Chriselle kind of were on good terms I mean a little bit uh, or no no mm-mm. I mean I thought I heard her say like things are good with Christine now well yeah you say those things to be <laughs> nice but yeah also I don't think those, that was like her willing wanting to say that that was like okay and it. also it's like oh you're not gonna go to the wedding the season finale of the show you're on come on yeah I know how I know. this shit works I know <laughs> I know it's true yeah so I mean I I don't know I felt like I was just seeing through some of the shit she was saying. Yeah. But you started definitely. out like the beginning of the show, which was what, a couple years ago you guys shot that? Mm-hmm. And you and Mary were really good friends. Yeah. And now it's crazy how that does happen. Do you think the show played into y'all's like friendship falling out? I think the show was the, o- the only reason okay. our friendship fell out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I I mean, with the show, like, you know, obviously you're forced to talk about things like a million times that you like, it's not natural, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's really hard and you replay it and live it and people talk about it and it's hard. You do interviews. And so it's just it's this weird dynamic that we never had before. And we were able to fight and then we're just like, haha, I love you five minutes later. But um, because of the show, it's like they want you to hate each other. They purposely keep you away. I mean, you know how it goes. So yeah. um, it was it was hard to say the least. Yeah, because her and I were so close. But, you know, it's like the second Chriselle came in, um, I just feel like, I don't know, it was just this weird dynamic that we never had before. All the, all the other girls, we got along great. I mean, we were all best friends. So it's just weird, yeah. Let's talk about Chriselle. Go on. I'm listening. So that's actually how I met Jamie was through Chriselle. And I know I told you a little yeah. bit of this at dinner. But for my listeners, so about, what are we at, like six years ago now? Yeah, about. Yeah, it was, uh, I was. Before, I think it was before I was already she married, and Justin were but engaged. before, yeah, it was before that for sure. Yeah. So I was already married. So yeah, this is like about six years ago. I oh, and it, remember married. it was, bef- it was even before This Is Us came out because he yeah. showed you He showed the us pilot. the pilot. Yeah. No. Yes. So I was a fan of Chriselle. I grew up watching All My Children. She was one of my favorites on the show. I guess she watched Vanderpump Rules. This was around like season two, I had a makeup line. So we're in like 2013. Okay. And we were Instagram friends and I had sent her a DM and I was like, oh, I'd love to send you some stuff for my makeup line. And then she gave me her home address and I was like, oh, cool. So then we had gone back and forth a bit. And then we decided to meet up in person one night, but it was both, it was like kind of like a blind date where I was like, but I don't want to go by myself. And I'm like, I mean, I know who you are. You know who I am. But I was (laughs) like, actually, I'm going to be with my mom and sister at dinner at Pump if you want to come and meet us. So then she made me feel more comfortable too, knowing like my mom was going to be there. She was like, oh, is it cool if I bring a girlfriend? I was like, yeah, sure. You know, the more the merrier. Yeah. And she brought Jamie. Oh. So that's how we met. But then a year into that, it was almost kind of the reason that they stopped being friends. Yeah, there's I'll a, let, there's I'll a let whole you. story. Yeah. I, there's so much history, Christine. I mean, it goes back 15 years. Like, I've known That's her since so 2005. Crazy. We share a tattoo together. <laughs> the only tattoo I have on, on my body. Ankle? The ankle one? Uh, no, it's on my hip bone. 
So no, we, she has one on her ankle. Is it that? Uh, no, it's not that oh, one. It's, okay. We both have it in the same spot. Oh, it's okay. on her hip bone. But no, I mean, even like watching the show last night, I watched it obviously in preparation for you coming on um, to be prepared. But there were parts that were really difficult for me to watch. And I was texting Sheena. I'm yeah. like, I was like, hold on. I'm not at that episode yet. <laughs> you know, she said something like, you know, you owe somebody respect that you've spent so much time with when she was referring to like Justin not yeah. giving her answers or just walking away. And like, I was like, but you did that to me, <laughs> you know? And it was like, you know, I was conflicted because then when I saw like she lost a lot of weight and she was upset and I'm like, Ugh, that brings me back to like New York City when her engagement with Matt Morrison stopped, like ended and I was there for her with that. And I remember her losing weight and just being there for her. And I'm like, oh, this is like I've had all the emotions, you know, yeah. just like watching it back. But she and I met like back in New York in like 05. And we were best friends for like 10 years. We ended up coming out to L.A. I met like Justin, like right when she met him, too. And like she was at her wedding venue and she's like, okay, I found the venue. This is it. This is the date we're getting married. Oh Put it in your God, phone. You were, wow. It was like so surreal then like, cause after that we had our falling out. So to like go to CVS and see like a wedding I was supposed to be at with her, with my best friend. I saw it like on magazine covers. I'm just like, this is surreal. But long story short, do you tell her like the dog story? And then, cause I'm getting a little choked up. Like it, it's really yeah. hurtful for so, me to talk about it. So, I know I can see it's getting yeah. upset. So we had become, like, pretty good friends. Like, I hung out with her and Justin several times. He had invited myself to some of the This Is Us events. Like I said, he showed us the pilot He's before nice. it even came out. Such a sweetheart. He's so nice. He's, he, he, I don't he was on Watch What Happens Live. People ask me in press all the time. They're like, you know, what do you think of Justin? I'm like, honestly, when his wife like hated me and despised me. He was still like professional enough to be a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. Go out of his way. Talk to me. Say hi. Say bye. He was a great guy. Yeah. He was even on Watch What Happens Live one night and Andy Cohen had asked about myself and Shay and he was like, yeah, you know, they're great. Like we went to emo night for Jamie's they birthday with him. They showed the picture my birthday. I yeah. love that. Yeah. <laughs> But um, so we were becoming pretty good friends. And then I'm going through my divorce. And right around the time I was going through my divorce, Chris Shell's dog was hit and killed by a car. Oh, and I didn't have Justin's phone number. It's my friend's husband, fiance, boyfriend, whatever he was at the time. I didn't have his number. Like we weren't that close. Yeah. But I wanted to send her something. And him and I follow each other on Twitter. And so I was like, oh, I'll just reach out. And I sent him a DM. And I was like, hey, I said, um, what's y'all's new address? I want to send something for Chriselle. And he was just like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. Really tough time. And then he gives me the address and he's like, hope to see you soon. And I was like, yeah, for sure. I was like, you know, things with Shay didn't work out, but you and my boyfriend, this guy I was dating at the time, I was like, I know you guys will totally vibe. Can't wait for y'all to meet. They were same age, both actors, like just had a lot of like little things in common. Yeah. That was the extent of the conversation. That was it. She then twists this conversation <laughs> to Jamie. Of course she does. And was like, oh my God, how embarrassing. Sheena texted, first texted, no, it was a Twitter DM, texted Justin talking about how she and Shay like aren't together anymore, trying to like bring her new boyfriend. And like, I don't remember what it was she said exactly, but it was just like, how embarrassing. Like a bunch of like monkey with like the hands over yep. the face mm -hmm. and like. And I wanted to kind of get to the That's what she does. So she like, does little twisty little dance yeah. yeah. stories. And and she wasn't always like this, you know? So I was just like, this is really bizarre. Like, she's, she's changing. And I think it's really intuitive of you 
And I think there's another girl on the show, too, Davina. who kind of is skeptical. Yeah. She calls her out so many times. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, the Chriselle you guys know is not the one that I was best friends with. She was so cool. Like, you would have loved her back in New York. And, um, you know, we went to, like, My Chemical Romance concerts. And, like, she, like, we would dare each other to do, like, silly things. And, like, she was just, she didn't care what people thought of her. She did yeah. not give a fuck. Oh, how ironic and, like, now. Yeah, and it's like, okay, so now you're so concerned. Like, maybe it was getting together with Justin, but, like, super hyper-concerned about image. And it's like, why go on a reality show if you're, yeah. if you're not going to be real? I you're agree. not going to, like, tell people what the actual story mm-hmm. is and just be concerned with how you look. It's Thank like, you. why are you on a reality show? Yeah. But anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. I called her out for something because um, she was just acting elitist. Yeah. And I was just like, that's not the person I know. Like, basically, she was saying, like, someone's too good to sit at my table. And I was like, first of all, he doesn't want to sit at the table. He's comping no, us a dinner. No, she was too good. Like, she didn't want yeah, yeah. him to sit at like, the table. No, oh, did I say enough. that wrong? Yeah. She, oh, yeah, yeah not yeah. that he was too good. No, he wasn't sorry. good he, enough He was not good enough to sit at the table. Sit at, oh, she, like, she God. couldn't be seen with him. And I'm like, first of all, like. He, like, was a promoter. Ten years ago. He was yeah, a promoter yeah. in New York. And it's like, okay, so it was cool for you to, like, give his name at the doors in New York City and t- you know, go sit at a table and get your free bottles then. But now he's sleazy. Ten years later, he's in L.A. He's affiliated with Catch. He invited us over. And I was like, no, he doesn't want to sit at our table he's inviting us for a comp dinner this is like when catch first opened yeah, it was yeah, hard yeah. to get in it still is i feel like <laughs> and she's like oh, okay that's fine then and then that's when i that's when i have my limit i was like wait a minute you'll take a free dinner from this person but you're too good for them to sit at your table yeah. who are you this is not the friend that i know like who grew up in a trailer park in kentucky and like mm-hmm. makes fun of herself all the time right. like you are acting elitist. This is not you. And I'm going to call my friends out when they do that. You know, I don't expect them to cut me off. So she just basically cut off 10 years of friendship because I said, this is not your true to your character. Like, why are you acting this way? Well, that's the thing that I've noticed, too, is, you know, Davina and I have, you know, been very vocal in the show. Also, Maya as well about um, the way that she tells stories and the stories that she portrays and whether they're accurate or not. Mm-hmm. And we've called her out a few times on, on some things like that. And um, it's just frustrating. I noticed, like, for me, I, I called her out on, you know, some stuff that she didn't own up to that's on camera that we shot. That You you know what I mean? It was yeah. just, like, frustrating. I was like, can't you just, like, own up to this? Like, it just drove me crazy. And she cut me off. And it's like the cord was done and that's yeah. it and there's no reconciling she just cuts people out of her life forever and it mm-hmm. was like so weird because all the other girls I feel like we get in fights like you know too like you get in fights and then you're like oh okay yeah we're good you know like mm-hmm. girls don't really hold grudges that don't have anything right. to hide and so for me it was just like what is this it's so weird I just I, I tried so hard to be friends with her just like I was doing everything like just try to make her happy and it's just like she was never happy mm-hmm no, what? it's bizarre. It's like it's like what happened between us would be absolutely no reason. Like I could say that's either one of you and you'd be like, okay, fine, I see your point. Yeah. Or, or I don't agree with you, but okay, whatever. Yeah. You don't just cut a 10-year friendship off because of that. Like I'm your real friend. If I'm going to tell you you're doing something stupid and I'm t- I'm giving you the respect to tell you that, don't just cut me off. Realize that I'm I'm a real friend. I'm yeah. not a fan. You That's know? the friend I want right there. Yeah, I exactly. want that. Exactly. And we've had like one moment, Jamie and I like that, where she was like, look, you're acting like an asshole. And I was like really frustrated because I knew she was right. And I was like, okay, well, uh, then I need to fix it. Thank you. As frustrated as I wasn't frustrated with her, I was frustrated with myself for acting like an asshole. Yes. But I, this but we is exactly it. why I need friends. Like, this, <laughs> mm-hmm. these are the friends I want. Who wouldn't want friends? Yeah. Like this, you know? But like what she did to Jamie is basically what she's accusing Justin of doing to her. And it's yeah. like, 
It's like you but can't you can't expect someone to treat you a way that you don't treat others in of your course. life that way. You know, yeah. you, it's two sides. There's to every two story. sides, there you know. Is. And I I may not know everything that happened with her and Justin, but I was there for a lot of it, mm-hmm. and I I I can assume what happened. Yeah. You know, and it's like if she did anything to him like she did to me, it's like their fights must have been awful. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she can't work through it. Yeah, you know. And I, I don't mean to, honestly. I don't want to talk shit about her. I don't want to kick somebody when they're down. I hope she does well. This has been five years. Like I have not spoken about this in five years. I've respected her, her privacy. I'm very loyal, so loyal. You I know? know that when we sat down at dinner, you're just like, we have a mutual friend in common, and I'm just like, girl, spell. <laughs> and you were like, I, I can't honestly, like I can't, like it hurts me. And I was just like, shit, she's a good friend. Like, what's her number? <laughs> like, I was like in love with you guys, you know? Um, so that's just so, God, you guys have been friends for 15 years. I mean, we were like best friends for 10 years. And then about five years ago is when the fight happened. And I've reached out a few times with nothing in, in return, nothing. And then I ended up running into her at Brittany Cartwright's birthday party oh. in January. Yeah, they share a makeup and hair person. So. So. Of course they do with the bumpets and everything. <laughs> oh, my God. Both from Kentucky. Uh. But I had no idea she was going to be there. And it was funny because, like, she eventually came up to me and she was, she was like, on her way out. And she's like, oh, I just want to give you a hug and say hi. And I'm like, uh-uh, sit down. We're talking. Yeah. And would she? <laughs> she yeah. I made her sit down. She did. <laughs> and um, I was like, look, I've tried to reach out to you several times. I never heard back from you. I was like, I, what happened between us should not have ended our friendship. We should yeah. have talked about this. And she she said she didn't receive any of the emails that I sent her and that I should be email. She doesn't check her her private email that I should be emailing her at Chrishell at the O group instead. Yeah. <laughs> she literally said, email my business email if you want to get yeah. in touch with me. Yeah. I was like, okay. I'm dead. Like, okay. what? I'm dead. But then it's like for her to go from saying behind my back has never said these things to my face, which is why, like, I still follow her. I keep the peace, but I'm like, Jamie, you say the word. I will unfollow her. Yeah. Like, I don't care. But when I've never said these things to her, I mean, she's probably going to find out now, but I've just kept the peace. Yeah. But for her to say, like, that now that Justin's like a big, you know, TV and movie star, She's she can't be seen big. with the reality people. I was like, bitch, you were a fan of me just as much as I was a fan of you. Yeah. We've all become friends. Yeah. But now because Justin's on This Is Us, like, I'm not good enough for you to hang out with and you're going to talk shit about me and give Jamie shit for being my friend. like, And I never would have, and again, loyal. I never yeah. would have, at that point, I only knew Sheena for about a year. So I never would have like gone against Chriselle, again, you know, towards Sheena, but I had gotten to know Sheena and I'm like, I really like this girl. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> and so we were at brunch one day and I kind of just asked her about it. I'm like, say, what did, what did you text Justin? You know, because like I wanted to hear and she showed, she actually showed yeah. me on her phone that it was Twitter. She showed me everything that she wrote and I'm like, oh gosh, like that wasn't weird at all. That no, was really No, I know. Sweet. You're not a liar. I know. You know, and I was just like, the intention behind it was she wanted to send her flowers and someone is going to twist that around and make it as if that's a bad or weird thing to do. And the second part of the message was inviting them to a New Year's Eve party at my boyfriend's house. And I was like, look, you know, like like, I have the divorce, like I'm, you know, like things didn't work out with Shay. Obviously we got divorced, but like, I know you and my new guy would vibe. Like if you're up for it, you're more than welcome to come. And even I was talking to her about the party too. It was like, there was nothing weird about the three messages him and I exchanged back and forth. It was like, I just wanted to send her a fucking edible arrangement and some flowers. I'm totally with you. And you know, 
I, God, I relate in so many ways is all I have to say. But I mean, it's just, it's nice to hear that I'm not the only crazy person because like. No, I want to tell you because sometimes you. you need that validation to be like, you know what? No, you're not, you're not just doing mm-hmm. this for the show. Like, I know. What you're feeling, you're actually, you're correct about. Yeah. And I'm not, and I'm not saying like, again, I'm not trying to put her down. I'm trying to say she's act or she has been acting like someone who she's not. Yeah. And I don't know if it was the relationship now that that's over, maybe she can like. I don't know. Maybe it'll shake her up. Maybe she'll try to get back to herself. Maybe she'll become a different person and be able to actually confront people and have a conversation when someone's disagreeing with you, you know? Of course. Even if you disagree, so what? Talk it out. Figure it out. Work on it. Don't just cut people off, you know? That's the thing. It seems like if you disagree, she cuts you off, and then Mm -hmm. there's no conversation past that. Yeah. And when you're filming a reality show and you're going through a public divorce, you don't get to keep things private. That's not your job. That's not what you signed up for. But also, you sign up for the story. You provide the storylines for the show. Had she said, I don't want to talk about my divorce, producers respect anything you tell them. Oh, really? Well, I mean, okay, not everything, but like... If you don't want to talk, like, think about, like, Davina didn't show her boyfriend. Maya doesn't show her husband, you know. But is that why they're not in the picture of the new season? Because they're not as, like, primary? Maybe. I don't really know what that's about. Because they don't show as much of their life. Yeah. Maybe that's why Heather's, I don't know, Heather's not on there either, which, it's weird. The whole thing's weird. But, um, I mean, yeah. you're not seeing that relationship. Maybe. That's so crazy. So, you must have known her when she was, like, homeless and everything. You know her for a while. No, I knew her when she first moved to New York City. So, right when she booked um, All My Children, I was the first friend that she made in New York. Um, Yeah, we did everything together. And I miss that girl so much, you know? And, like, I know she's still in there. I think she is, you know? I Um, don't know. God, I don't want to fucking cry again on your podcast. No, no tears. (laughs) No tears. But just even watching it and, like, the way when she was talking to me, I'm like, look, I get it. Like, uh, trust me, I I was Chriselle. Like, I was the person going through a public divorce on a reality show. So, like, I feel that pain. I know how hard it is. But I still opened up about everything, which my ex kind of hated me for for a bit. We're actually on good terms now. It took some time to get there. But I'm like, look, we agreed. And this is where it was different because I'm like, we agreed to do this show together. We signed up for this. So I don't get to keep things private. Justin clearly did not sign up for this. So maybe she was respecting his privacy. But also it's like you signed up for Mm -hmm. this. And to just sit there and be like, I don't know. I was blindsided. I don't know. It's like, it's give so us frustrating. Something. It's so frustrating. And also, you know, when we're filming the show, like, you know, we're asked to not only comment, but like get into like, you know, the nitty gritty. And I'm just like, I don't know with information that we're giving, you know, all of us girls are like, I don't know. Even Mary, I'm like, did she tell you anything? And Mary's like, no, she doesn't tell me anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. did she tell Amanda? Did she tell you anything? No, she doesn't tell us anything. I'm like, okay, but like realize there's another person in this relationship and like we don't really know what happened. So I'm just going off of what I know. And like, I know that Justin was nothing but nice to me. And she got so mad when I said that. She like wrote on Twitter and and Instagram and blasted me. was like, she's making lies about my relationship. I was like, what? The interviewer asked me if I knew Justin and I said, yeah, he's a really nice guy. But because I said that, I guess it hurt her feelings and offended her because, you know, she's trying to like, paint a picture of him someone he's not he's a nice guy so yeah. um yeah it's like when we're asked to comment on it then she gets mad and she like hates people and I'm like well 
you're on a TV show. Like, mm-hmm. people have to comment on this. This is literally in our contract. And I feel like it, people maybe would have even just, like, had more respect for the situation if she was like, look, there was something really personal that happened. I just, I don't want to blast his business, and I don't want to get into that. But instead, yeah. she just is like, I have no idea. It came out of nowhere. And that was all she was saying. I it's know. like, I mean— when my husband decided to go to the music studio and not come home that day and didn't for 10 days, that did come out of nowhere. But there were a lot of things leading, leading up, up to it, it. And it all made sense. Yeah. And then it all, like, came together. For sure. But to just be like, oh, I have no idea. It just, I don't know. Yeah, I woke up one day and he just filed for divorce and then texted no. me. I'm like, And their relationship what? was never perfect. Just like no one's relationship no one's. is ever perfect. Don't portray that, you yeah. know? Like, I could probably list a few reasons why. Go on. I'm listening. <laughs> list one. Just uh, one. Spill the tea. Just one. I mean, no, I feel I feel like what I just said is, like, the way she, can, you know, has an argument with somebody. Obviously, like, she can't take criticism. She's a very fragile ego, yeah. apparently, you know? Like, I it- think part of it was when Justin started to gain more fame than she's ever had. I think there was a jealousy competitiveness that in a relationship could ruin it ultimately you know like now she's not the one on a soap opera getting recognized when she goes out to dinner now she's the girl taking the photos of him with fans and like she was just kind of lost you know to have like because she was on the show when she was really young for several years so to have like that level of fame and then all my children gets canceled no one knows who you are anymore you're not really a working actress now yeah. you're in real estate and now you're the one behind the camera i mean well yeah i, I, I can only imagine what that. yeah go so on. One, one time we were out to dinner it was <laughs> me her and justin i think one of our other friends and it was like when this is us just came out so he was starting to get recognized a lot and this fan came up to him and she was like, Justin, I left my dog outside of the restaurant. I saw you through the window. Can you come outside and take a picture of me with my dog? Strange request. And also, like, maybe don't go up to people when they're eating dinner. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, yes, of course. And he Aww. and he obliged and he went out and he took the picture and he got back. And, like, she was upset that he did that. So it's like that, you know, maybe maybe what Sheena's saying is true, yeah. you know, that that started to wear on her, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's Shannon. I know, but I mean, and to like sympathize with her, I can't imagine if, you know, when Shay and I were still married, like what if his music would have taken off and then he was touring all over the world and then like Vanderpump Rules gets canceled and then I'm just like, "Eh." I've like tried to put myself in that position. I'm like, I mean, I can't imagine what that does to a relationship when you were there from the beginning and then it just takes this turn for like the best but then you're kind of left in the dark and then, you know, you're watching a show where he has an on-camera girlfriend mm-hmm. and then he has a different girlfriend. Right. And like, yes, it's acting. You're both actors. But that still can't be easy to live on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I would think it's got to be hard mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. But I hope she's happy and successful and We wish that. her the best. We yes. do. So I have a lot of fan questions Mm, that came in. Some we actually already answered in conversation, like, are you friends with Mary? Blah, blah, blah. A lot about your wedding. What was your favorite part about the wedding? Cupcake Montgomery wants to know. Well, I mean, 
I loved the horse carriage when I arrived. That yeah, was my favorite. that was awesome. Um, but also there was like so many elements that weren't shown. And one cool thing was like we had this whole entire wall that we made that had slits. And we had Swarovski crystal like gloves. I don't even know how you say that. And people would pop out with black champagne when they <gasps> walked by. So it was like theatrically That's coordinated cool. to the music. So there's like so many weird things you didn't see. But my favorite was like the horse for sure. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Danielle Polardi wants to know what is your favorite part about your job? My favorite part about my job is that I can work with anyone that I want. I think that's the cool part. Like, yeah. someone doesn't just walk in and like, oh, I got to take this customer. Like, I really get to, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. you get to, like, work with people that you like and you're attracted to. And I love that part about the job. I love that. Yeah. Abby Doodle wants to know what are the best tips for someone wanting to get into selling properties? And P.S. You are so gorgeous. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. Um, I the best advice I would say just like get out, get social, just get your name out there. I remember, um, you know, before I even got my license, I told people I was a real estate agent. Call <laughs> <laughs> but I was about to get my test. You know, I was about to pass. But you know, it's just all about like getting your name out there and just just trying to be out there every way that you can. Just be different. You know. Mm-hmm. At Tessie underscore wants to know who are your fashion inspos and do you ever braid your own hair? Um, I never braid my own hair. <laughs> I would be so <laughs> impressed if you said yes. I wish I could. Like, bitch, I do my own braids, my own no. makeup, and my own style. No, I know. <laughs> but um, no, I wish I did. Um, and then I I love Miranda Priestley from the Devil Wars Prada. I feel like she's yeah. like a big inspiration for me. Um, I definitely like feel her vibes. And also like I love like Mm, Iggy Azalea, like oh yeah, yeah. I could see I that. like those bad bitch vibes. Yes, uh, Petite Sparrow wants to know what is your skincare routine, Botox, filler, any other procedures? Yeah, that you for do? sure. Um, lots of Botox, lots of fillers all over the face. Give it to me anywhere. I'll put it. Um, <laughs> Botox and burgers. I love Botox that. Botox and burgers. Yeah, that was such a good idea. I was like, this house is for Sheena. The right? Botox oh, house. So bummed I missed that party. <laughs> yeah, it's two events of yours I've missed. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, skincare. I love this line called SK Two. It's a Korean brand. Oh, they're okay. good. Yeah, I have one of their creams. Yeah, I like it. yeah, it's good. Yeah, Cyber GCW wants to know how do you center yourself? Um, I do uh, meditation, and every night I go on YouTube, and there's this great channel I highly recommend. His name's Joe Tracy, and um, he has tons of meditations on anything, clearing negativity, confidence, self-love, and that's um, what I do every night before I go to bed. And also journaling is really important to me. I Mm -hmm. journal every night before I go to bed just to, like, clear my thoughts or just think about overall things that I want to do the next day. And I think that's so important just to, like, ground yourself before you go to bed so you have a great day and some people are morning people and they do in the morning like not me I'm always I'm not a morning I'm not a morning person no Tal Harl wants to know how much do you actually work when you're not filming that's like the number (laughs) one question I get so I want to hear your answer (laughs) I mean listen so we just um we were working our actual job in real estate and filming for six months straight and it was exhausting oh my gosh so I'm taking a little break right now. So I have one listing and that's it. I'm keeping it chill. Like I'm not looking to take on listings right now unless it's like something epic. Um, I think all the girls right now are pretty much just chilling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for being thanks here. Thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this for what, like over I know. a month. Yes. Me too. Me to too. I was so excited to watch season three, which is now available on Netflix. Everyone, catch up if you haven't seen the first two seasons. Watch them first. It's such an easy yeah, show to it watch. Is. It's so fun. And yeah, thank you. Thanks Tell everyone where they can find you. I'm on Instagram at the Christine Quinn. <laughs> yes. And my Twitter is. X Teen Quinn and my snap as well. Boom. Yeah. Jamie? Jamie. For all of your vegan lovers out there. Come follow me. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Sheena Shay. Shay FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shay. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'ma make you.